be a winner. I've been thinking a lot about Air Jordans and Donald Trump lately. Kids in the 80s bought Air Jordans because they wanted to be like Mike. People buy Trump's book, How to Get Rich, because they want to be wealthy like he is. As Jeffrey Pfeiffer explains in Forbes, quote, people are seemingly hardwired to associate with and embrace success, end quote. Folks act aspirationally. They're motivated to buy because they perceive Jordan and Trump as winners. There are three cognitive biases at play here. Number one, selective perception. Human beings have preconceived beliefs that drive their decision-making. One such belief is that wealthy people are infallible. In his interview with Bill Simmons, Chris Saka explains, I quote, The minute you're labeled a billionaire in this country, everyone takes everything you say as Bible. It's just, you can do no wrong. Like, they just think, well, that guy's smart. He made a bunch of money. He must be a genius. And it's completely untrue, obviously. You know a lot of billionaires who are wrong about a lot of things. End quote. For many, prosperity is the ultimate dream. People who desire to be rich respond favorably to messages from wealthy people. Number two, basking in reflected glory. In 1976, Robert Chialdi did a study of six universities and their football teams. He noticed a trend. After a victory by their school's team, students were more likely to use the pronoun we when describing the team's victory as opposed to they when their team lost, wear university apparel after the team won, and associate the success with themselves despite not having actually contributed to the win. This is called basking in reflected glory, or burging, which I like even better. Our desire is to align ourselves with winners and cut ourselves off from losers. Subconsciously, we believe that our connection with winners also makes us a winner. This also explains why we brag when we meet someone famous. As we tell the story, we're basking in their fame, even if it's just a reflection. Number three, the bandwagon effect. Some products launch and there's an instant buzz about them. Everyone's talking about it, trying it, or wanting to try it. It's especially noticeable with fashion trends. If you lived through the 80s, you might remember hypercolor t-shirts. Today, you'll see this in technology. People seem to rush to social apps in groups. So what causes a product to suddenly become popular? Here's the Wikipedia definition. As more people come to believe in something, others also hop on the bandwagon regardless of the underlying evidence. People decide to ignore their personal information signals and follow the behavior of others. End quote. Despite our desire to be individuals, our propensity is to conform to the movement of the larger group. People make their purchasing decisions emotionally and then try to justify them rationally. This is how Scott Adams, creator of Dilbert, explains Trump's success. And I quote. The evidence is that Trump completely ignores reality and rational thinking in favor of emotional appeal. He knows facts don't matter. He knows people are irrational. No one ever voted for a president based on his or her ability to name heads of state. People vote based on emotion, period. End quote. What does this mean for makers? 
People have an innate desire to be on a winning team. It manifests itself in choices we make all the time. For example, buying the same type of phone our friends use, going to the popular party and not being seen at a lame event, taking selfies with famous people and posting them on Instagram, getting excited about a new brand because everyone's talking about it. You know, part of me hates that this is how we humans act. I want to make things that matter and have people buy them based on their merits. This truth about humanity presents me with a conundrum. What do I do about it? For example, I write books about marketing and products. I could use a psychological tactic called signaling to communicate my success to others. Dan Ariely, a behavioral psychologist, explains, and I quote, The large and colorful tail of the male peacock tells the female peacock about his strength and virility. In the same way, we humans are concerned with the signals we send the people around us about who we are. Signaling is part of the reason we buy large homes, dress up in designer clothes, and buy particular cars. The car that you drive communicates something about you to the world. End quote. So it's possible that if I pose with a Porsche, people will buy more of my books. But the truth is, my dream vehicle is a bicycle. My wife and I just made a conscious decision to downsize our home. I don't want to fly first class because I don't want to fly at all. Here are three ways I'm thinking about this. Number one, you can't fight human nature. Instead of fighting against these biases, use judo. Instead of trying to swim upstream, try to divert the flow in a positive direction. Number two, recognize where you're already a winner. Everyone is an authority on something, my friend Jared Drysdale explains. Show your accomplishments. So if you've written for Time Magazine, put the logo on your website. If you won the 2013 State Science Fair, put that in your byline. Worked with a big-name customer? Ask them for a testimonial. Jeffrey Zeldman recently launched a new studio site. I think he strikes a good balance of displaying his accolades and showing how he can help his customers. Check it out, studio.zeldman.com. Number three, build authority the honest way. Being known as the person who helps others is the best reputation you can have. Commit yourself to caring for people, listening to them, and offering them something of value. These will be small wins, but over time, these acts of kindness add up. Again, I like how my friend Jared puts it. Even if you aren't famous, you can still build trust by helping individuals one at a time. Your turn. Here's some ideas. First, celebrate your success. Add concrete proof of the claims you make on your website. Testimonials, well-known clients, earned media, awards, etc. Next, be generous to others. Retweet or share what people you admire are doing. Number three, chime in. If you have the expertise to share on forums, share it. Build your reputation by helping. I talk more about this in Chapter 12. You're not Michael Jordan and you're not Donald Trump. Thankfully, helping people in a genuine way cuts through all psychological biases. Stay focused on that, and you'll win the affection of many. End chapter.